This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Like a podcaster riding a racehorse, welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's new series, Gotham, or hit series, Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And welcome to our second Podcasters Roundtable. It's amazing. And it's just us, unfortunately. We threw a party and no one and else no came. no one showed up. I know. No, I'm it's just a waste kidding. of a bucket of glitter. We have a bunch of people and a bunch of mess- special messages from uh, fr- our friends at the Gotham TV podcast from Rebecca Johnson. And I'm just so excited. I can't. I, I have to drink some Gotham juice real quick. Hold on. Cheers. Or, you know, drink cheers. to yourself. Cheers. 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 No, but I guess we should go ahead and uh, get our guest on. I, I just realized we weren't showing video for any of that. So Oops. we're making very goofy faces at the camera. You guys missed it. Sorry. Uh, but we'll go ahead and uh, bring on our guest here. Uh, first up, we have uh, Dave Cottingham and Chad Perkins from Gotham After Show. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I snuck up, snuck up on you a little bit, huh? <laughs> Not at all. Tweeting. Tweeting. Ah, the tweeting. Okay, so uh, why don't you guys go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about uh, Gotham After Show and uh, all the other stuff you guys do over at, what is it, uh, 21 Productions, I think it was? Yeah, 21 Network, basically. 21 Network, yeah. But this was all Chad do because this is pretty much his idea. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well okay. He's tweeting. He's tweeting. Never mind. Chad's so the tweeting. Gotham After Show, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, we started the Twenty One Network um, about two, a little over two years, a little under two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a collection of podcasts. We have all kinds of topics. We're big geeks like you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the comics. Love the you know different TV shows that are coming. Obviously, this one was one of the headliners that was coming, but. Uh, we, we just started doing podcasts on different different types of uh, mediums, and Chad had the idea, let's do a video podcast and not just, you know, record us re- uh, into mics, kind of like, you know, what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, this, this whole lame setup. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, not. You know, I see how it is. You're slumming it with the regular podcasters. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> No, we uh, no. I'm telling you, it's literally it's literally the Talking Dead, but it's Gotham oh, After Show. We, we, right. we yeah, you even have like an opening movie. monologue and everything, don't you? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's me trying to do my best, Chris Hard Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we openly say we ripped off Talking Dead, you know, with, with the set and uh, and everything. And our only difference is there's actually no one behind the cameras operating it. So. It's... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's weird though because like I, I was watching it and you guys, uh, you, you know, you have multiple cameras set up. You go back and forth between shots and everything. Like, I, it, do you do that all in post or is that like live? Is there someone switching or? No, that's all in post, and that's one of the reasons why we say you know we're we're the after show of the films about 24 hours after Gotham airs. <laughs> one, one to give uh, people a chance to you know comment, but the other thing is because right after we film. Then we're editing, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we usually have it up by Wednesday morning is the goal. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, about four hours in edit <laughs> to get that out. So see, see, yeah. I'm I'm a video editor in my j- day job, so I was just about to start asking you a bunch of technical questions, do but that. nobody wants to no. hear. We don't want to. I don't. All. I was like, uh, do you do, you, do you use uh, Premiere and you know have the multi-track, what? multi-cam no, thing? But no, no. we're not going to ask that. We're going to go ahead. Uh, thanks, no. guys. We'll be back with you in a minute. We're going to go ahead and introduce our other guest, Andy B from the Flash Podcast. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing well. Uh, I feel like kind of like the outsider because I I don't do a Gotham podcast. I do the Flash. I feel like I feel like that that odd one that go, comes with a red sweater when everyone comes with a blue one. So, so it's okay. Yeah. We welcome but, your red sweater. Yeah, I you know, and I don't want you to feel bad about that. Uh, except we we completely killed a bit we had on the last uh, podcasters roundtable because you weren't a Gotham podcaster, which is one of my favorite bits. And I'm actually really depressed that we don't have it on. What? Uh, the uh, cover the news uh, oh, competition. Oh yeah. So so I, I kind of hate it. you now because you're not a Gotham <gasps> podcaster. No, I'm just kidding. Not. I love Andy. I love Andy. I love the Flash podcast. <laughs> and I love you, Bill. <laughs> Good. Random Christmas Marie, ball. Oh my god! I can't. I'm not gonna forget you. Who's the best? <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're finally going public <laughs> with all of this. It's good. No, but uh, me and Andy have like I because I I'm, I usually maintain the Legends of Gotham Twitter account, yeah. and Andy uh, maintains the Flash Podcast Twitter <laughs> account. So we had a lot of great interactions, you know, leading up to the big fall season premieres and everything. But uh, how how are you feeling about the the? Well, uh, touch on your your concentration a little bit, real quick. How are you feeling about the Flash? Well, uh, the Flash has got a second season renewal. Very early in the year, so I I know what I will be doing this fall. Uh, so I'm really happy that it got renewed. It, you know, the show, all these DC shows this fall has been mm-hmm. this fall, but this year has been really good. And so yeah, you know, really happy to be hosting the Flash podcast. I do with my good my good host uh, Scott Murray, who also has his own podcast, Assembly Geeks, and I also do with my recurring ho- um, host Adam Holmes and. Um, we have a blast. A lot of great people listen to the show, enjoying the Flash, talking about the Flash, and you know, safe place just to talk about this past men alive. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just having a blast, and you know, no, knowing now that I have a podcast I will still do now in the fall, it's kind of exciting. So, yeah. um, but uh, no, but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, th- I think you did uh, kind of like we did with Gotham, where you you started like as soon as they announced the show, or like pretty soon after, didn't you? Uh, putting some stuff content out there, like you did, kind of like a like a preseason uh, covering some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, started in um, November of 2013, where when oh, um, wow. they were about to, yeah, th- that early because they were just about to show the new, you know, th- those two f- first Barry Allen episodes on Arrow on season two. Mm-hmm. So I covered those two episodes, and then when I came back in 2014, in February, I did the whole season zero thing with 40 episodes talking about Flash villains, Flash heroes, comic books, and you know, Comic Con, all those things. So. Um, yeah, I, it's a, you know just a great way to kind of s- establish who we are in the show itself, and um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I yeah I it's, yeah I've been around, for, we've been around for for a while. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you've also had had a bunch of uh, my online uh, geeky friends like uh, Rebecca Johnston and Lauren. Who wants to hear all the geeky editing technical <laughs> stuff? But uh, Lauren Galloway, and a couple others, I think, right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, they. Those two, those two were great guests to have on. Uh, Lauren is actually going to be back on the Flash uh, next month, I believe, 
if I if, if I didn't mix it up. And um, yeah, Rebecca, I'm sure she will be will get her on too. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's just great to get you know get some of these great podcasts that are out mm-hmm. there just you know come together and stuff like that. And it's it's kind of funny how you know you know the same person that I know. It's like you know this big podcast community that <laughs> it is that is so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets so small at the same time because you know oh you know her you know him oh I know them too. Yeah, and it's interesting how it fractures too because we first met Rebecca because she was doing Operation Cobra Cast, which yep. was a Once Upon a Time podcast, and we were both actually on a Once Upon a Time Podcasters Roundtable. Oh, yeah, uh, and then she had us on because she interviewed, interviewed us at Dragon Con. Yeah, right yeah, after and, that. and yep. she had me do like a, a reading and stuff. But yeah, it, it's, it, it was cool. it's a one big family. That's why we have these, you know, to kind of get together and just have some fun. We're uh, having our party. You know, Woo. get off the island and get on the big metropolis where we can oh. sit here, and uh, I guess I shouldn't mention metropolis Not on a Gotham metropolis. show. Show. Okay, we have trivia. Gotham did, trivia. Did, Are you, you guys ready? Off I didn't. Printer. You're going to have to pull okay, the... I was not trying. No, I didn't print it, so you'll uh, just have to pull up the doc. Uh, we have some Gotham okay. trivia here. I, who, hmm. <laughs> Actually, hold on one second. I forgot to grab something to keep track of the score, too. So I'll go ahead <laughs> and put did that Did I share here it with Legends? No, uh, I didn't. Hold on. It's in my other account. <laughs> That's fine. Here, here, I'll share it with Legends real Thank quick. Thank you. Sorry, folks. Uh, Technical thought, difficulties. We, we had everything done. But we didn't. No. But we're going to do trivia. Gotham trivia. Gotham, Gotham, Gotham trivia. Are you guys excited for Gotham trivia? I did not know this was be- going to be part oh, of the episode. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> this, is, this is my thing, uh, is to do trivia. Yeah, yeah. You guys, so uh, you're welcome. I, I don't know. The last time we did a trivia game, uh, Renee so. Montoya from Gotham herself said that she didn't get some of the questions right. So. No, she didn't. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll oh, go no. ahead and uh, start here with a... Did you get it? I got it. Okay. I got it. We're going to start with Gotham After Show. So you guys ready, uh, Dave and Chad? Yeah. Hey... <laughs> Okay. What kind of shoes does the Wayne Killer wear? Shiny. We should have had sound you effects. Yeah. Point for yeah. you. We totally should have had, had sound effects. Actually, hold on one second. No. Let me let me see if I can gonna, find a sound effect. Oh, here there. we go. Now he's digging. Oh, wait a second. I'm showing the entire world my files. <laughs> Oops. Oh my god. Yes. Here we go. I had I actually have the Windows 3.1 ding sound. There we go. The guys can't hear that, but the stream can. <laughs> so we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Gotham After Show is one, and now up is uh, Andy B. All right. Flash. <laughs> what warning does the balloon man give Jim Gordon? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> okay, w- warning as in, like, if it's, you come after me. What I will, does he say oh. is coming? Yeah, it's like, I, I believe Wait, he's I on the, the exact... Th- He's on the stretcher. I need to know the exact yeah. line. I don't need an exact line. I need. I, I'll take a basic gist. Yeah, you got it. Right. Basic gist. Okay, like give... that he will just you know strapple the balloon to his wrist or into his foot or something. I'm gonna have to go no on that. Sorry, uh, Andy. <laughs> okay, uh, Dave and Chad, <laughs> you can steal. You can steal. All right. Uh, ooh, I, I think it's. Do, 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 do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we're gonna go with. There will be others, so there will be vigilantes. Ding. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good oh, going. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's oh, yeah. nice. Two for Gotham After Show and zero for the Flash Podcast. Uh, Andy, you're up again. Uh, actually, no, Gotham nope. After Show guys are up again. Sorry, I've ne- right. I, I, I'm not a game show host. No. I shouldn't be doing it. No, you really are. Okay, what is the name of the shipping company in Selena Kyle? 
oh, blank. Man. Their faces oh. go blank <laughs> with that one. Chad looked terrified. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, it's um, it's not. Okay, no. <laughs> what it is is um, I don't I don't want to say it wrong because then then it's you know it's gonna get, yeah, just say something. It's gonna give Andy a yeah, clue. You're gonna have about five seconds. Five. Okay. It's uh it's go Trident shipping. I will take Trident shipping. The official name is Trident International Shipping. But Trident shipping's okay. We will give you the point. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I thought you were talking about shipping as in shipping a character with another character. I was like, who would you ship with? <laughs> <laughs> who would you ship with Selena besides Bruce or maybe Ivy? Uh, <laughs> She's scary. Okay, okay uh, next up, Andy. Come on, man. You got to rally here. Oh, I, this is a really <laughs> obscure one, too. Um, in Spirit of the Goat, what clue made Bullock realize the killer wasn't an imposter? <laughs> okay, I, I, I actually noticed almost. Um, there's a scene in the therapist office, something like he looks at her. He noticed something with the, with the person that is like that she's talking to, and that he's kind of like in a hypnotic state. Um, oh yeah, it's something with a, a body part. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a female, and there was a male, and Bulk was really awesome in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that it, it was something with with one of their bodies, which oh, can we give him a hat? I, I I don't think we can no? accept that. Okay. Sorry, Andy. Sorry. Okay. For the steal, Dave and Chad, can you steal? <laughs> penny for your thoughts. It was a penny in the head. Wait, 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 wait! Ding, ding! You guys got uh, it in the head. <laughs> yeah, it was I like pe- trivia. <laughs> It, it was a penny in the neck, and I, I I like to think that that was sort of a reference to the Penny Plunderer, which was the case that Batman was working on when he got the giant penny in the Batcave. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to think. Sorry, Andy. Hopefully you you, you come. We're gonna have one time. that you can we you'll get. Okay, yeah. where are we at? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave and Chad. All right, Dave and Chad. This yeah. is probably the easiest one. How oh yeah, and it's for it's four for Gotham After Show. Yeah, yep. Yeah. How many episodes did Fox initially order of Gotham? Initially, no. It, mer, mer, they ordered. They ordered sixteen. Wait, 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 wait! Ding! Ding. You guys got okay. it again. I wanted that question so badly. Actually, I can show this on stream in my notepad here. Uh, really Gotham After Show notepad. five flash zero. Okay, Andy, Andy, come on, man! <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go I'm in sure here I'm and write some flash. Show. I don't know. The comedy is he told me, hey, go back and find some harder questions, and now I feel like that. I was like, these are going to be too easy. These guys are going to have these right away. <laughs> okay. Um, in what episode does Zaz first appear? Oh, for the love of God. I should... <laughs> Because he was he was on Flash the week before. He was... uh, yeah. Oh, so this was a good one for him to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, wait. So... Flash premiered October seventh, and his episode was episode three. That's October. That's October twenty first. Okay, I can get this. Um, <laughs> and that they started on September twenty third, episode five. Oh, I don't know the number. Episode five. I uh, uh, no, I think it, I, think I think that's the wrong episode. I think it's wrong. Hold place. Yeah, hold on. Look it up because I can't look it up because I don't know what's going to go on live on the internet, <laughs> and Andy might see it. Andy might see the answers. <laughs> Do you have yeah. adult stuff out? I always have adult stuff out. I keep oh. it out of frame, though. Oh, get ready, guys! You might be stealing here for the steal. 
Uh, for uh, it's, so it's it's not. It's sorry, not. Andy. I'm sorry. Okay. What episode was that? I can't tell you. They oh, have they, chances they can get, to see. Oh, they can get the this, seal. Uh, what episode does Zaz first appear? I I'm pretty sure it's Penguin's Umbrella. Up up up! Ding ding! ding. Oh, good job! You know good the worst job. part is if you look in the doc, the answer is there. <laughs> oh, is <laughs> it? How is it there? <laughs> because it's one of my. But, but, okay. Which I cannot. You're not supposed to use your hand or anything because then you know you could Google it up or anything. So that's why I'm trying <laughs> to hold true. my. Hand. I'm, oh, I'm not. Good. We were supposed to have you guys holding your hands up the whole time. Darn that, it! Oh, I didn't know that Darn was it. a thing. Then we'll okay. use just show your hands or something that you're not. You know, jazz hands. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's, no, it's Siri. It's let's see. Siri. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dave and Chad, uh, up, you're oh, up next. Too. Okay. Um, what is the oh, name of the <laughs> singer that Fish uses as a mole? I'm sorry. What is the name of the singer that Fish Mooney uses as a mole? Oh, yeah, 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 Liza. Liza. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Wait. See, you even oh, forgot you have a dick. <laughs> I know, it's rough, right? Okay, not well, fair. I, oh, this one might be easy. Yeah, I think I think at this point we need to make this point or this worth like six <laughs> points just to give Andy a fighting uh, chance. Oh, okay. okay. See, and I think the next one's actually easier. Score? How many have we got? You've gotten seven. Yeah, seven. yeah. You guys have seven points. He has zero right now. So <laughs> actually, you know what? I'll say trivia. I would like to see you try to make this. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I'm not quite cut off on Flash yet. I'm still a couple episodes behind. I know for shame, right? Okay. For shame. shame. Okay. Wait a second. You get no, wait. Maybe hold on. Wait. He gets a point I'm, for I'm calling bring, you out. Yeah, I'm going to bring the notepad over here. He gets a point for calling me out on not being up on Flash. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tell me that you've leaked in the crosser because that's airing. You know, re-airing tonight right that's, now on the that's, that, that's actually where I stalled out on the crossover. I haven't watched past the crossover oh, yet. Oh. 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 Wow, I'm wow. sorry. I'm, gi- I'm, gi- I'm giving you a 0. 0.5 point for that one because yeah. I can tell that hurt you. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Who finds Gordon inside the Sinus Investments building? Can you get a description of what that building was? Because I, from the Fight Club, so the Fight Club things. building. Who who found him yeah, during I would even the Fight say Club? Who saves him? Okay, saves him. Save Fight Club. Um. Oh my god, it's either Bullock or Montoya or Alan. They do fight. That's, what, that's the one with the black mask, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's the black mask one. And then he's fighting the two office workers, and he fights them off, and then someone comes in and Oh, it's Alan Montoya. For the steel? For the steel, guys? It's, uh, for some reason, her name is Casey, but it was the captain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ding. It was Essen. Essen. Sarah Essen. <laughs> Essence, yes. I, okay. I knew the name. They they only knew her title. <laughs> so I forget the name. I forget a half point. You know what? I will give you. Hold on, wait. I'm going to I'm going to bring uh, my notepad over here. I'm going to give you point uh, two five points for that one. So you actually just took point two five away from So That's so it's point two or point seven five. You guys points. want you guys want anyway. So just give me like you know, it's. <laughs> yeah, actually, I I just plow really through. You know what? Let's see here. The one time uh, the woman lifts her ass from that station, and she decided to do it in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's so nice. true. <laughs> okay, you know what? I I think I I, I I'm going to give Andy <laughs> one more question here, just to maybe try and balance the scale, so he doesn't lose completely as ter- terribly as bad. They have ten so, points. I have two and a half. How yeah. am I supposed okay. to make it? Okay. Last question. Actually, you only have one point seven five to be technical. <laughs> last oh, qu- last question, and I'll go ahead and deliver this right, one. You it's got wor- it. It's worth uh. Whatever will uh, balance the scales to give you guys both eight points. What is the Flash's secret identity? <laughs> oh, jeez. Wait, are you asking wait, me or wait, asking wait, them? Wait, I'm asking you, Flash? Andy. I'm asking you, Andy. Uh, from the show that Andy does okay. the yeah, podcast about. Barry Allen. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Oh, my God. The Flash podcast knew something about the Flash. I know, <laughs> I know. And uh, I'm glad I didn't try and fix the game to where you guys... You guys tied! Woo! That means everybody's a winner. Let's clap. Uh, Yay! <laughs> oh no, Dave and Chad don't like that. Don't don't worry. There's no prize or anything, so you guys really aren't missing out on anything except a streak. Well, the, all right. But That's technically, all right. you guys won. Don't tell Andy. Like, tec- yeah, don't tell. Don't me tell Andy. Andy. Oh wait, Andy's right there. I, no. ah! <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. I guess okay. we'll go ahead and uh, get into just some uh, main. Tri- Actually, uh, you know, it's funny in the dock here. You can see me hitting the buttons to switch between camera angles. I think is that what that is? Yeah, that's what that is. Nice. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and uh, just. Uh, I figured we'd uh, open it up to some general characters and get you guys as a read on them. I uh, we'll start with uh, Dave and Chad here since you guys won. Uh, kind of. <laughs> since, <laughs> since, since you're better than Andy. We love you, Andy. You know we love you, Andy. Okay. You, Bill. All right. Let's uh, start start off with the pi- penguin. What do you guys think about? What are you guys feeling about Oswald Cobblepot overall? Wow. Well, he is. Uh... You know, I think the main reason why a lot of people tune in, um, and that's that's no knock at, at Jim Gordon, since <laughs> it is kind of supposed to be the Jim Gordon show, but um, Robin Lord Taylor, his depiction of the Penguin, just, he came out in such a different way than I think what we're used to in the movies and the comics. Uh, this short, squatty, fat guy, you know, British a lot of times. He's been doing uh, <laughs> yeah. things, but... Um, mm-hmm. Completely different, but so unique. And what's funny is that Robert Lord Taylor has said that he loved watching Batman Returns and DeVito's depiction of the mm-hmm. Penguin and just how different this is. It's it's surprising, but you know you have to hand it to the, the director of the show or the showrunner. Uh, don't really know whose call it was on, on uh, <laughs> the way it's portrayed, but it's, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure it's a mixture of both, you know, of a lot of things. But I think it's brilliant. Personally, yeah, and yeah. it's nice how you can yeah, kind of see. Yeah. It's nice how you can kind of see the nuances there too, especially with like the Devito stuff. Like that doesn't come across very often, but in certain scenes, especially like towards the beginning of the season when he was really like murderous and he was killing people for sandwiches and a close. lot, uh, right. you, you know that the Devito was coming shining through there. And mm. again, when he like when he was in the jail cell this past episode, I think too a little bit, yeah. yeah. But uh, Dave, mm-hmm. Dave, what are you thinking on on Pengi? Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing as Chad. I think he is the uh, he has become probably the most popular character on the show mm. um, and the most dynamic. And I get and, and to me, you know, I'm a big um, you know I'm, I'm, we're in the storytelling. We do our own stuff. I think his I think his character arc has been the deepest and the most developed mm. in the show. To be honest, mm. from where he started to where he is now, and and uh, I think they're going to kind of ride that wave and continue. With him, it seems like he's going to be he's going to be the center point on that on all the stuff that really kind of happens to Gordon and and between the crime families and whatnot. So it's it's exciting. I think he's I think and I think he's a, a brilliant 
uh, it was a brilliant casting on, on their part for him as well. Yeah, and he's also an interesting character too, just because he, I think he's really one of the characters, one of the only characters on the show who doesn't really wear their intentions on their sleeve, at least out towards the audience. You know, I, I can kind of get a general idea of what Fish's motivations are and her goals are and all that kind of stuff for Gordon or Bullock or even some of the villains or Falcone. But Penguin, you never know what's going to happen with him. Nope. Like, like he, he's the wild card. Uh, if you're a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan, he's the wild card. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, Andy, uh, what, what are your thoughts on the Penguin overall? Well, I I just just recall that the day when he was first cast. You know, just going back how that far because at the beginning I was like, wait, that's a new penguin. <laughs> like I I was kind of like laughing it off, and like at first I was kind of like iffy about the whole show as a as a whole concept. But you know, once I saw the whole thing and him, I was you know I I I, I smacked myself. So you know that he, he's amazing. <laughs> he's, and it's like you said, he's the one that you don't like. Even though you know he's going to be evil, he's going to become this big supervillain basically in the future. But you don't really know what he's going to do. All you know, he, he he's going to be evil, but you have no idea what's going on in that mind of his. You know, like you said, with fish, you know a little bit because he's kind of predictable. You know, the other characters as well. But with penguin, like you don't know, and that's the thing. It's 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 so hard to read him, and yet we love him so much. And um, like um, like David and Chad was David Chad said was that I think that's the character that clicks a lot with a lot of, a lot of people um, with that character. So mm. um, yeah, I think that it's just I like that it's with some shows I don't like when you don't when I'm not able to read certain characters, but this one it's like no. Be be difficult. I don't want to know anything about you. Just be as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything or have any clue what's going on. But uh, and I think well, Robin Lutrell, he's just doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Well, I think every time that you have any idea what he's going to do, hello curveball, mm-hmm. hello chicken coop discussion. Like you just, it comes out mm-hmm. of nowhere. It feels like, at least to me. Yeah, and it's also nice too that uh, anytime he's in a scene, you, you you know that something unexpected is likely going to happen. Yeah. Which is cool. And, and another character that that's kind of the same way is uh, the Penguin's old boss, Fish Mooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, what are, you, what are you thinking about uh, Fish Mooney so far, the original villain they created for uh, Gotham? She's she's getting better. I think that, you know, Jada Pinkerton, she's very talented. I think mm-hmm. that she – sometimes she doesn't get the best – scripts to work with but i think she's doing the best she can but i think that lately mm. she's starting to improve a lot she's like she's not so like sorry for this other batman comparison but you know she's she was so much like eartha kit in the mm-hmm. beginning right. of the season but now she's kind of like becoming this smooth and calm and kind of sophisticated character and like you know now i'm starting to get afraid of her again like because in the pilot she scared the f out of me because you know the, I I will never look at baseball bats the same way again. But now uh, becoming this like like you know I want to know more about her and it's she's not she's not being cheesy she's kind of working out with the show and um, but but you know there's still a lot of room for improvement mm-hmm. but but they they're working on it they know that something didn't work and now they're actually working it out. Yeah, and uh, you know those first few episodes, especially her diction was like her the style of her diction was kind of 
yeah, it was kind of all <laughs> over the board where like uh, in one scene she'd be talking, you know, like we would expect Jada Pinkett Smith to. Mm-hmm. And then the next one she was more like the Eartha Kid or something like that. Right. And it, it, it kind of seemed to level out, I think, around episode like four or five or so, right when she was uh, when she was sleeping with the first mob guy that she was sleeping with. I think she, uh, Nikolai. Yeah. yeah. Nikolai. That was, that was Good old Nikolai. Question. One episode Nikolai we call him. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Dave and Chad, what are you, what are you guys uh, thinking about fish so far? Yeah, I'm, uh, I agree with a lot with Andy said because um, I, I, for me, she's very up and down. I, I, I think there's, there's episodes where you like her. There's episodes where you wish you would get more from her. And then, and I totally agree with her diction. Like that, that actually frustrated me very, very much <laughs> in the beginning. Um, yeah, especially like episode two and three, it was like obvious. That, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, you watch the pilot and she's great. And then all of a sudden, two, you're like, who is this character? You know, it's, <laughs> it's the same person. But no, I think, uh, I, I think she's a great actress. But uh, like Andy said, I think, there's, I think there's a lot of material. I think she's just a victim of her material right now. And hopefully that gets fleshed out better you know, later on. Yeah, she, she seems to be... Also a fan favorite for a lot of people, um, but at the same time, I don't know. It almost it kind of seems like to me it's almost a split audience as far as uh, their opinion on her. Some love her, mm-hmm. and others are like just you know get her out of the way and just let Penguin have more of the spotlight and, yeah. and so forth. But I tell you actually who is becoming more interesting, especially from the last episode, is Gilzine. It was Butch. Yes. Oh yes. Um, yes, I'm fine. I want to know. Yeah, I want to find out more from him than I do Fish now. Mm-hmm. And well, it, so, it was just implied. It was implied that he has like a big history, like in the in the mob mm-hmm. families within Gotham City. So I mean, he it, first right. he seemed like basically like an, a featured extra with a couple lines or something. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like he's going to kind of hook into the plot in a major, major way, which is right. really exciting. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> Oh, did you have something? Nah. Okay. Oh, I forget I, what it was. Be, uh, <laughs> I had something. I had something. You started talking. It went away. And I, I wanted to mention that uh, Nicole in the chat said that the scenes between the Penguin and Fish movie are some of her Mooney? favorite. Or, uh, fish fish Mooney, Mooney, not but, Fish Movie. Oh, did I say Fish you Movie? Fish Movie, which is a whole different well, thing, I, I think. I, fish Movie is my favorite genre. <laughs> a Fish Called Wanda, Splash. You know, all of them. Exactly. So which Fish Movie will be nominated for an Academy Award this, uh, this year? That's my oh, question. Finding Nemo what, too. What fish movies are coming out? I I I, ha- I have my my rabbit movies and my fish movies all in the same spreadsheet, and it's not open right now, unfortunately. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, uh, what we we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, David, Dave, and Chad. Uh, let, let's move on and talk about well, kind of our main characters, really. Well, uh, the ones who are supposed to be our main characters. Yeah. Gordon right. and Gordon and Bullock, the uh, the dynamic duo. Uh, before the <laughs> dynamic duo, <laughs> hey, hey, how are you guys uh, reading those characters so far? Um, I wasn't so sure about the the casting of uh, of Gordon. I mean, I never watched the OC, mm-hmm. but you know, I knew that he was, that he was from. The- Same here. I don't know, no OC. But from the pilot, I was like, okay, you know. And actually, I felt that way just from uh, from kind of like the trailers before the first mm-hmm. before the pilot aired. Um, but after seeing the pilot, um, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with them. But I think without Harvey Bullock there, uh, I don't know how much we really. I don't know how much opportunity Gordon would have to, to shine as much as he does because mm-hmm. of Harpool mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there. Um, kind of the contrast. I, yeah, I think their dichotomy is uh, is really what makes the show, uh, that part of it, the, 
police procedural part of it um, very watchable and very enjoyable. So the mm-hmm. the duo especially I'm really liking now the Gordon and Barbara stuff. That's another story. Snore. we can maybe talk about that later. Or not. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. Do we have to talk about uh, it? Do people not no, like no, Barbara or something? <laughs> but, I wanted to like her. I wanted to. Yeah, uh, she's a lovely woman. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think. I think in the beginning of the show, um, I loved uh, Harvey Bullock. I, I think he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Logue is, is nailing that role. And I feel like they kind of got away from it a little bit with a lot of, unfortunately, with a lot of Bruce Wayne and a lot of Alfred. I, I felt like there was so much of that in the later, a little, little later episodes. We didn't get as much dynamic with, with them, with those guys, uh, Bullock and, 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 um, and Gordon. But uh but no, I think Ben McKenzie's a great casting. I think uh, I think obviously I'm I'm very interested. And the the bullet thing really too is because I, I I'm I'm a big reader of the, the New Fifty Two and stuff with DC. And I think mm-hmm. there was a huge story arc. I keep talking about this on the show. There's a huge story arc in Detective Comics with Bullock that is fantastic. And I was so looking forward to the show and 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 seeing how that character translates on on TV. And it's translated awesome. And, and what what's you know, the story I mean, arc? What, what what's the uh, comic what's art? It's called Icarus. It's a, I think it's a five-part series in there, and it's it's about the drug world. This drug called Icarus that uh, he's investigating, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, he has his reservations about Batman and that still because it's still kind of the early parts of Batman's uh, stuff. So fantastic, and you, you hear about you get to know a lot about his backstory about what happened to his parents and stuff like that. So it's it's a great read, and, and mm-hmm. you know, we we do some give, giveaways on our show with some series, and I'm probably gonna. Get that trade and give that away because it's a fantastic. Uh, fantastic <laughs> is that series. the one Scott Snyder is writing, or is does he write the, the regular Batman book? I, I I keep forgetting. No, he he's on the regular Batman book, which is unbelievable too. But yes, he's on that one. Yeah, that's like the year zero kind of thing, right? Yeah, zero year was a whole yeah year long thing with with the Riddler and all that stuff. Yeah, awesome. If you're not reading Batman, you've got to read Batman, man. It, it is. Scott Snyder is killing it right now. See, I, I, I have a hard – like I, I'm a big comic reader, huge comic reader. I, I've been having a hard time keeping up with the monthlies. Like it's just like – because I have – wow. especially keeping track of TV shows for podcasts and stuff. Like mm-hmm. just keeping track of the story, you know, a month separated. Like I, I wait for them to get like eight or nine issues to where I can sit down for like an hour or two just really yeah, dig in. That is the best way to do it. Unfortunately, I do a comics podcast every week, so I have to uh, read this stuff. <laughs> so it's work for you. <laughs> Okay, uh, Andy, uh, what's your read on uh, Gordon and Bullock thus far? I'm shipping them so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I'm I, sure you're that, not the that, only one. What was, no. it, was it last week when Bullock kissed him on the cheek? And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I know these are two straight men. They're, you know, they will have girlfriends and stuff like that. But I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. I'm shipping them so hard. See, I, I spent the whole <laughs> Finding a name for them, I didn't. <laughs> they, I don't know. Gordon seems a little out of Bullock's league, though. Little honestly, a little bit. He's not quite <laughs> drunk enough. I, I don't know. Unless Gordon's into bears or something, I guess. But oh my God, it's so dark. He's not drunk. He's not drunk, he's not drunk enough. <laughs> no, but hey, outside of the That's shifting, it, how, how are you feeling about them? Uh, no, I think that they are. You know, they've been the best dynamic since uh, the show began, and I think that. Um, because I, you know, I remember when yeah. Ben McKenzie was cast, like I was always surprised. But I remember my big, my big sister, who 
is a fanatic of Osti. She squeals, and I and she really loved him. And I said, okay, maybe, yeah, I'm, I've seen him before. I'm, I'm sure he'll be great. And he was awesome. So I like them two together. I, I like that it is definitely also that age difference between them so that he can bring in things from his perspective, you know, as, you know, a longer running detective. And then Gordon can bring in something from, you know, the newer, newer uh, generation stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I kind of dynamic and uh, I still want to know more about like when it comes to just, just them individually. I just want to know more about Bolg's background because and I just want to see how he became you know the so-called corrupt detective that he is today and so. On. But other than that, I I think they work great together and it's um like right, it's gonna go back to the shipping thing. But like I just want to see him <laughs> back at the station working together, taking some bad guys and. <laughs> Like this is ha- this happens like no offense to CW shows but this is what happens when you're watching CW shows because shipping is huge part. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, we're familiar. Well, I think I think in online <laughs> fandom in general, shipping's pretty yes, much Eddie. the bees Well, knees. didn't we come up with like shipping names last week for? Oh uh, yeah, Gordon and Tompkins. Gorkins. Gorkins. The I Gorkins. Think. Yeah, we were for, shipping uh, Gorkins for Gordon and Leslie Tompkins. Gorkins. <laughs> uh, I was like, <laughs> that sounds like Gorkins. a sandwich. It sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, uh, we'll move on to our last set of characters that I wanted to talk about specifically. And I hope you don't ship these two together, Alfred and Bruce. Andy. That would be awkward. <laughs> what do you think about Alfred um, and Bruce? <laughs> first of all, I just have to say that this Alfred is like one of the most kick-ass Alfreds we've ever had. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Have you guys? Have all of you guys read Bath and Earth One? I have. I have. Anne Marie has. I'll just drink. Yes. When it comes to comics, I'll just drink. <laughs> It's no, a good I, book. I did. I did. That's uh, Jeff Johns, one of my best, one of my favorite writers. Humble uh, story, yes. Did you almost so, say he's one I of your lo- best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost. Everyone wants to be Jeff Johns. We didn't want to let that out. Yeah, we, we, we hang out. We hang out. That's good. He's watching right now. Uh, but uh, no, but they're, you know, the Alfred we're seeing on the show is based on that comic version, which I love. I think that. Mm. Oh my God! I'm forget Sean Part. Uh, um I almost forgot his name, uh, <laughs> but then I saw, I saw my son screwed. I forget. I remembered. Oh, he's Doctor Who's son. Uh, yes. But no, but I I like him to get. I think it's uh, because something that the movies has never really done that much of is you know explore the you know the the kid Bruce and the young Ad- uh, Alfred relationship. Mm-hmm. So I kind of that that's something that kind of feels unique. One of the things that is unique to the show is those two together, and that Alfred is so that he's so rough, and that he's not really the typical alpha that we use to see you know in those old movies and all that mm-hmm. and so yeah i think they they're they're really good together and i think and i'm i'm, su- I'm i keep getting surprised of how much i really enjoy bruce as a character because well let's who else felt at the beginning when they said bruce is going to be part of the show they were like ah oh, really like like some of you i'm sure some of you must have felt something like that before you saw the show and you heard that he was going to be on it what so, about uh, you dave and chad mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What Andy was just saying, totally. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. That's so convincing. Um, no, it's cool. It felt like a good time to transition. Just, I probably should have yeah. uh, warned them a little along. bit. A little bit. No, no I like surprising like, uh, these guys. They work good under pressure. So, <laughs> like, there's something I was over totally, on the wall. Totally listening to what everyone else was saying. Um, <laughs> no, no, I did feel that way. It was like it's it's gonna be a Batman show with just Bruce Wayne, and he's like a. a 12-year-old, or 11 or 12. But there's times where, like, just the way that he speaks, the the words that he chooses, 
Um, sometimes he just seems like he's a sheltered little rich boy, but I think yeah. it's just his mind. Like you get to see how he goes into detective mode um, with the newspaper clippings and getting all the files and the reports and everything. And it's obviously due to this trauma. I mean, we all knew that from his parents getting killed, but um what is interesting and what I get the most enjoyment out of is when you actually see Bruce play around and smile. Mm-hmm. Like when he's kind of fencing with Alfred and uh, boxing, you know, when you see he's starting to get a crush on Selena Kyle. Food fight with Selena. Yeah, food fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, um, and all Alfred that. Alfred so, shows up to save him. Right, right, right. Um, so... I actually missed them from the last show. Yes. I was kind of like, Absolutely. we didn't see Bruce and Alfred this sh- And hold up, I kind of wish we did. You know, so it's kind of like this realization as we've gone on through 11 episodes mm-hmm. that I do kind of like, because it's different. It's not the gritty darkness that we normally see throughout Gotham City. It's like mm-hmm. brighter color palette. It's nice. It's, you know... Um, they finally showed more rooms in the house. You mentioned. <laughs> oh, I wondered about that too. And stairs, the servant's oh, secret tunnel, and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, in summary, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I, uh, I'm actually, to be honest, I'm actually on the other side of the fence. Um, yeah, somebody had to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't want as much um, Alfred and Bruce. Um, and it's mainly because of, I'm afraid, to be honest, I'm afraid of what they're going to reveal Bruce's backstory to be as him becoming Batman, because that's a very touchy story mm-hmm. and a very particular one. And if it's him growing up, learning out of his house and trained by Alfred, I'm probably going to have a problem with that. So I like yeah. that. Because he's supposed to train with all the masters and everything, you know, like... Yeah, in most stories he goes and trains with the League of Assassins, or he goes and, and you know, like like the Nolan um, trilogy, The Batman Begins, where he kind of goes and learns the underworld and learns the criminal activity. I mean, that's mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. If he just stays in Gotham, I mean, it's not... Gotham's bad, but it ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, so anyway, I, I, I like him showing up and, and kind of learning some things, but... I kind of want to keep his development as Batman kind of not part of this show, to be honest. See, I've heard this theory floated around, which I'm kind of into, uh, where every season will have like a time gap of like a year or two in between it. Like, it's a theory that they might do this. And, it, like, and then they would just cast an older actor to play Bruce in those episodes, or he wouldn't be in them, depending. And I, I think that would be a good way to tackle the problem you're talking about right there, where, you know, D- David, uh, the child actor who plays Bruce, is a, is a main cast mm-hmm. member on the show, a regular cast member, so they can't really do a whole season without him or something. But uh, at the same, right. same time, that, that would be a good way to kind of... You know, and also break it up and kind of advance, push the story forward. And, you know, I, I'm assuming the end of this season will be, uh, you know, the Penguin, you know, rising to power finally. Death to fish. Winning. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then it would be kind Death of cool tomorrow. to have. We will get to that. 
But it, it would be kind of cool uh, to have have a, a skip of like a year or two in between, and then mm-hmm. Penguin has, is established, and he has the Iceberg Lounge and everything, and then we get to see the Riddler kind of. He's fat also. Or, or something mm-hmm. like that, but it could be a cool. I, I think it'll also help so that the um, younger actors don't age out of their characters. Very true. As we've seen on yeah. other shows <clears throat> once upon a time. Awkward Carl on Walking Dead. Uh, I, no, Puberty. I don't watch. Yeah, it's just because they're right. Henry in sounds so weird right now it's like i'm laughing every time henry says a word of dialogue like one once like upon a, a time scene with, serious scene with regina like he's he talks <laughs> i'm like bizarre regina but he sounds so ridiculous yes um yeah the, yes. the kid you cast at 12 is not the kid you're gonna have at 14 guaranteed no guaranteed no. <laughs> okay one thing i wanted to um, respond to that suggestion about you know flashing forward because that's something i've been discussing a lot with some of my other friends like that because you know there was actually a bruce wayne pilot like 1999 that was uh, actually supposed to be like a little bit like small it's actually mm-hmm. thanks to bruce that bruce wayne pilot that we actually got smallville where basically he would be mm-hmm. 18 years old you know you would see these other characters like, it was basically mm-hmm. gotham but Gotham fans don't hate me, but it was gonna be slightly <laughs> better. But uh, so maybe what they could do, maybe what they could do, like in season two, actually jump ahead, you know, four or five years, and maybe take a little page of Arrow's book and actually do some flashbacks where you can actually have those actors come back. You know, like what happened to Selena when she was still? How old is she? On, is she on the show? Like fourteen? Like, yeah, fourteen. I think thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you can flash back, you just see, you know, like a, a, a significant in. Um, flashback that is part of something that is going on in the present, you know, like I said, you just take a page out of Arrow's book because they made flashbacks work really well out of any show that I know. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I know it's, but I also like those two, those two kid actors. So, but if I could see them at least for 12 episodes that of 22 episodes and then have adult, like almost, you know, fully grown adult versions of them, like mm-hmm. 18, 19, I'll be fine with that, dude, because then, you know, we can see the League of Assassins stuff. We can see all the other training and stuff like that. And just, just, just because it's going to take many years to get to that, but because he's only 12 years old on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I actually kind of like that idea because it, it would be a really interesting way to kind of provide a, a kind of a counterpoint to what's going on with the kind of like Once Upon a Time does mm-hmm. uh, provide a counterpoint uh, to what's going on with the character in the current timeline with, you know, a little bit of flashback of, of the past. Which could be cool. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, why don't we go ahead and dig into our favorite episodes of the season so far? Uh, Amory, why don't you go ahead and, and start us off? What was your favorite episode? Penguin's Umbrella. Why? Zaz. Jam. <laughs> jam. I, I, I just love the jam. Um, we got to see Bullock finally deciding to help Jim. Mm-hmm. He finally like is like, no, no, we got this. Yeah, I, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna you know set all this and that aside, mm-hmm. and then finding out that Oswald Cobblepot is actually working for Falcone. Oh yeah, the big twist. The, at big the end twist there. with the chickens. Yeah, and I, I think I, like a lot of people who were kind of dismissing the show uh, before Penguin's Umbrella. Once Penguin's Umbrella hit, they were like, wait a second, they, yeah. they, this thing might have some legs. Right. But, Which is good. So, and uh, my my favorite episode was uh, personally was uh, the third. I think the third episode or second or third episode, Balloon Man. Uh, just just third. because it kind mm. of exposed sort sort of the ridiculousness of Gotham City that that we know the Gotham City we know and love, and kind of I think it was the first real indication that uh, yeah this this Gotham City we're seeing in the show is going to grow into mm-hmm. that, and it also it played it t- played and teased with the themes of. Uh, 
vigilanteism and uh, law and order versus vigilanteism. And if you live in an evil town, is it good to be a vigilante because being a vigilante is good in an evil place? You know, all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, I, I believe that episode was also the one that ended on the cliffhanger with the penguin knocking on Jim Gordon's door, I think. Mm, I think so. Yeah, I maybe. think so. May, or maybe that really was remember. the next one. I like that cliffhanger. I don't think it was in Balloon Man now that I think about it. Okay, uh, Andy. <laughs> what was your favorite episode? I actually like Penguin's Umbrella too a lot, but I will say this at the episode before that when they actually reveal that he's alive. Because I will say this before that that final scene when he shows up at the stage, he's like, "Hello, everyone!" <laughs> like I was the show was not as strong as I wanted it to be, but that last because it was very procedural. You know, there was always different mm-hmm. things every week, but then that last scene where he just shows up with the biggest grin on his mm-hmm. face and mm-hmm. just. Creeps, creeps everyone out, and he's like, "I'm alive," and, um, and well, like I, that's why I feel like the show really kicked into gear. So that's mm-hmm. partly one of my favorite episodes. But Umbrella is definitely one of my favorite. Also, you know, the Har- first Harvey Dent episode, mm-hmm. episode nine, right? Something like yes. That. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave and Chad, uh, what was your favorite episode so far? No, go ahead. Well. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Penguin's Umbrella, but that's already been talked about, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick it. I'm just not gonna well, pick if you it. have a different um, reason. No, you said all my reasons. You took them. You took them. I got reasons. the good one. You, you said that. And so I'm not, not going um, I'm going to mention Lovecraft uh, because that was the episode called Lovecraft, but should have been called Selena Kyle because it was all about you know them, yeah. the kids uh, going on the run, and that was very good. But the one I'm going to pick is actually Arkham, which is episode four, mm. because that is where we had that awesome scene with Penguin where he hires the three masked guys to go in and kill one of Maroney's guys. And then it's revealed that, you know, that he did, in fact, hire them. He brings them the cannolis. They eat the cannolis, and he's like, no, n- none for me. And then they keel over, and you see it's it's one of, I mean, besides him just straight up uh, killing the frat boys in the in the car and the fishermen and all that, it's, but besides all those other murderous acts he's done, it was uh, just a really ruthless, uh, just to sit there with a big grin on his face and watch them eat this poison and die so he wouldn't have to pay them, wouldn't have to give them a cut of the money that he took. Um, It was also the introduction of Liza uh, in in Fish's Club, and uh, that was kind of hardcore, seeing those two girls duke it out, you know, for this (laughs) position to be her her lackey. Um, Plus good music. That was crazy, by the way, that whole scene. That was fighting. The music just just made me disturbed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, right. So I I think overall, it it was just, it was this big momentum push that really just kind of started Started some really good episodes after that, but that one, yeah, for me, I'm gonna say Arkham. Mm-hmm. What's this called? Arkham. Well, yeah. yeah, there's that. Can't, Arkham, yeah. as it were. Arkham. Arkham. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely believe that Penguin's Umbrella is is overall the best episode that they they've put out. Um, but some of my favorites, easily, uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I keep thinking back to like the geek moments. Um, when you when you make the connection with other things that comic books or other movies, but I, I thought Viper was really good when they mentioned Venom, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the origin of that kind of stuff. So you, you know that that world is going to come eventually. Uh, on another note, I, I mean, I really liked Spear of the Goat because I liked again, I liked Bullock's character in that. You got a lot more of his his little flashback story. 
you kind of saw that he was basically Jim Gordon, you know, mm. so many years ago, and, and what what Gotham has made him into. So I thought that, that was a great episode. But then, of course, the mask too, where you know, is that is that Black Mask? Is that the the guy that's going to become Black Mask? You know, or his son or something like that? So um, just stuff like that's really. I, I wish. I wish there was just so much more of that, even though I, I think we're going to get there eventually with mm-hmm. season two and three. There's going to be so much more Easter eggs and stuff like that. But that's what I look for uh, as far as favorites, you know. Yeah, and that's that, that seems like something that's probably going to build more as as we uh, get closer to the actual Batman time period uh, of his life and everything, too. I, mm-hmm. Okay, let's see here. Okay, I'm going to open this up. Uh, this is an open question. Anyone can answer. Uh, just start talking, and I'll, I'll throw the camera over to you and everything. Theories. What are your theories for the rest of the season? I And open question. Anyone can start talking. Chaos. Barbara dies. Oh. <laughs> Man. Well, it's, it's, no, I, you have a child first? Uh, cannon no, killer. Yeah, baby. <laughs> another Barbara? Yeah, yeah. Another, another. That'd be a really well, pretty you know, baby. Cast a redhead. You know what? Cast a redhead. That that can be Batgirl's mom. Any redhead. Any, Any redhead? redhead will do. Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Let's see. Uh, uh, as, uh, as far as a theory for me, I think that uh, that Liza is double crossing Fish Mooney because she got busted trying to uh, poison um, what's his face Falcone uh, several episodes back. Like that's my personal theory that we're eventually going to find out. That uh, Liza's uh, double-crossing Fish Mooney, and when she came to uh, say, Fish, come on, stop it. You don't need to do this. That was actually Falcone's last-ditch effort to reach out to Fish and save Fish. Mm-hmm. But now Fish is kind of screwed. A little bit. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Yeah. Um, I would I, Just to add on to that a little bit, I think much like the chicken coop scene, and I think Dave been kind of stealing this from your contribution to one of the shows. That's okay. But... Um, <laughs> That we're eventually going to see the scene that uh, was between her spilling half of uh, half of the, the juice or whatever it was that was going in his his, uh, his coffee, and when she brings fish the last page. I think we're going to see that scene, and yeah, like it, it might be um, like you said, where she gets busted. Mm. So that's kind of a little theory. <laughs> okay, um, let's see, mm. Dave. Any any theories? Um, I, you know. I, Man, it's hard. Not not really. I mean, I mm. think uh, it's hard to to say that. I I don't think like all. I think I like all the good shows that are out there with with the DC thing. I mean, I think there's going to be a death by the, by the end of the season. One of the, I think one of the characters isn't going to really survive. And and I'm kind of leaning towards. I know she's a favorite, but I'm kind of leaning towards Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure she's going to survive this season. Um, <laughs> I because think she's the natural one to die. <laughs> I, I think she has to be, yeah. yeah. Um, because if, okay. just go back to see, go back to the first episode. You know, this whole thing. We're Peng, it's going to come back to Penguin's words. There's a war coming. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's something coming still, and it's going to be his his doing. I think, and um, one of those guys is going to die. Either I don't think it's going to be Falcon or Maroni yet, but. I hope Falcon does not die because he's like, like he's like one of those Shakespearean characters that every show needs. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, he's not, he's neither good or evil. Uh, he's like in between. So like, and like that actress is so damn likable that I hope he doesn't die. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I just say, you know, let's sacrifice Barbara and um, <laughs> let's get done with it. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I guess I should go ahead and, uh, you know, we, we've been going about an hour now, which is good. And we, and we do have some special messages from other podcasters coming up here. I'll, I'll go ahead and leave it with one last question. Uh, what character do you hate and why is it Barbara? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Barbara. It's Barbara. Uh, no, I, I have a feeling that the writers intend for us to hate her, so it's probably okay. But no, actually, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here and uh, get rid of the, these guys. Uh, before we leave, though, I wanted to go ahead and make sure everybody knew where to find all of us. Um, you can, uh, well, actually, we'll save our sign off for the end here. Yeah, but, uh, good call. Uh, Dave and Chad, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can uh, find more information about Gotham After Show and all your other uh, endeavors? Okay, well, the um, first place to go would be GothamAfterShow.com. You can watch our video, our after show, or listen to the podcast as well. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, we're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. Um, subscribe on iTunes, of course. And as far as everything else, um, network-wise, that would be uh, 21network.com. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we also have our short films, um, feature films, and web series, which would be 21productions.com, and that's spelled out, 21productions.com. Um Follow Dave on Twitter at dcottingham21. I'm at chadperkins21 on Twitter. Gotham at Gotham After Show on Twitter. Excellent. You probably know that because that's probably where you heard about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, just got to throw them all in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but excellent. And you guys do a, do a great, great job there. Uh, you know, I, I went through pretty much every Gotham podcast that was out there right uh, after the first couple episodes. And uh, you guys, uh, your, your show was probably my favorite. So, uh Good job. Oh, Good well, job. Thank you. Thank uh, outside of Gotham TV podcast, who we're kind of like going steady with. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. And, uh, and what was that? I said it's all about the nookie. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Andy, where, uh, tell, tell people where they can find uh, you and the Flash podcast. Yeah, you can find the Flash podcast over at theflashpodcast.com. And, you know, so, social media, we're on Facebook, just, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all the Flash podcast. And, uh, you, you know, you can find it on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can, if you're, a, if you're a user and listener of the Mixed Radio Network, um, you can also check out there on uh, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, um, I feel like I'm forgetting an important link that I should be mentioning. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can join our Facebook group at uh, Facebook. You know, just search for the Flash Podcast, and we will get you in right away. Uh, hope I'm hoping to add all of you for after this conversation, so I can I can play my Flash trivia with you guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, and hey, you we, can... hey, we watch the Flash, so I'm all about the Flash. So I'm I'm ready okay. for that. <laughs> okay, and you can yeah. if you want to follow, <laughs> and if you want to follow me on my personal account, just follow me at Anibak. And if you want to spell it out, it's just here in the. Where's my name on this side? It's You're good. You got it. Here. Yeah, you got, you got it. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, other way. No. Other side. At, at, at Andy Nibakt. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Well, uh, we want to thank everybody uh, so much for, yes, for joining thank us. Thank you tonight. guys so much. This was fun. Yeah, to- totally a blast. And we'll have to do it uh, more over the summer since we're not going to have anything to talk about, right? So I'm sure we'll find something. So we, we have to meet up over the summer for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, th- thanks, guys. Bye. And uh, we'll let you go. And uh, now. Oh, you just like threw them away. I Jeez. did. I-, I hung up on them. Okay, now we're going to finish up. Uh, we got uh, some special kind of uh, season uh, messages uh, from several podcasters, including. Including Gotham TV podcast, uh, my friend uh, Roberto Viegas from uh, my so-called Ape at Life, uh, Rebecca Johnson uh, from at Derby, get on Twitter, 
and, from and the couple, chat room. And a couple <laughs> others. So uh, we'll actually be in the chat room if you're watching live uh, over on YouTube uh, while, you, while uh, this is playing. So we'll try and chat with you a little bit and stuff. But here, enjoy these videos. This is Rebecca Johnson, and here are my top three moments of Gotham Season 1 so far. Number three, the introduction of Dr. Leslie Tompkins. I know Leslie Tompkins from the comics and Batman the Animated Series, but I'd be willing to bet she's a new name to most people. So I think it's awesome that Gotham is shining a light on that character. And it doesn't hurt that she's being played by one of my favorite actresses. Number two, Bruce and Selena's first kiss. One of my favorite aspects of Gotham so far is the budding relationship between the young Bruce and the young Selina, a.k.a. Kat. And I thought it was so in character that she would be the one to kiss him. And he was a little taken back by it. And my number one moment of Gotham season one so far is Jim Gordon telling young Bruce Wayne, there will be light. I loved that when Gordon had the chance to talk to a young kid who had just witnessed the murder of his parents, he emphasized light to Bruce. What a powerful and poignant thing to say to a kid who is grieving, frightened, and probably deep down a little angry. Even though Gotham is a dark and scary place, Jim Gordon and Batman are going to be light to the city. Well, that's it. Those are my top three moments of Gotham Season 1 so far. Looking forward to what the show has in store for the rest of the season. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Derek. And this is John of Gotham TV Podcast. We hope you had a great Christmas. Um, And, of course, we want to wish you and all the listeners and watchers of Gotham um, a happy new year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're on a hiatus at the moment in the UK uh, for Gotham. It uh, returns in March uh, with new episodes, but I understand the the episode 11 is airing tonight in the US. Um, We wanted to give you our thoughts on the first 10 episodes of Gotham so far and what we thought about it. Um, So first up, uh, for me, uh, one of my big points for the first 10 episodes of Gotham was I'm surprised at how much of Oswald Caldwell we got to see this season. Um, You know, Robin Lord Taylor is doing a great job. He's a great actor and obviously, you know, making waves in in fact. Uh, from his appearance on the show you know he's doing a really good job and um, but i'm still really surprised that you know from the first episode where you know we saw uh jim refuse to kill uh, oswald yeah. but it looked like he had and threw him into the river and said don't ever come back to gotham i'm surprised that by episode two and episode three uh robin or taylor was back every single week and has had a, pretty much the start of every episode or the end of every episode so far in the 10 episodes so far this season it's been one of my big surprises so far yeah, I think um, one of my other big surprises here was the big split. Not Jim and Barbara, but it was Jim and Harvey. We had this hate-love relationship between um, these two partners in the GCPD and um, that was just came to an end in episode 10, Lovecraft, which was completely unexpected for me. I did not see Jim going to... Arkham Asylum essentially being stripped of his detective badge and being made a simple officer. Wasn't expecting that at all. Mm. Um, I thought this development of Jim and Harvey's uh, professional relationship, their partnership as homicide detectives 
was going to just continue through to the 22 episodes. So it was a great surprise for me, completely unexpected, completely from left field that um, we had this hate love relationship that was started out with distrust and with um, suspicion from Harvey towards Jim. It kind of moved to sort of a bit of a truce where there was an understanding, but maybe there was no love lost. I mean, to ultimately then Harvey having Jim's back and to some extent being on board with what Jim was about, which mm-hmm. was sort of standing up to some of these um, more sort of dirty and criminal elements in Gotham. Yeah. And yeah. so I suppose that is going to continue. It's just going to be with Jim in Arkham and with Harvey back at the GCPD with potentially a new partner. Uh, that is another interesting thing. I would love to see who yeah. gets partners with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's still me. So um, for, for three um, and, to be honest, this is obvious reasons for, for the both of us um, would be that we're completely stoked, really, by the level to which the MCU were involved in the first 10 mm-hmm. episodes Major of crimes. this season. Yeah. You know, with um, Detectives Ryan Montoya and Christmas Allen, anyone who's been listening to Gotham TV podcasts will know certainly our lead up to the start of these 10 episodes. We were covering Gotham Central. And to be honest, two characters that I had never even thought about don't think mm. Derek was that much up on um, their background no, their history and yeah. yeah. um, suddenly became really important and um, through the greatness of the writing or work of uh, Greg Rucker and uh, Ed Brubaker they really came alive and we were stoked that they were even on the show and to see the level at which they've been involved from the Barbara and Jim uh, love plot and split um, with Victoria Cartina with playing Ray Montoya, her involvement there to them, then Christmas Allen and Ray Montoya's distrust and then pursuit of Jim Gordon, thinking that they'd killed one of their snitches mm. and that he was one of the bad guys. And um, to ultimately then the heroic moment where they come in and save and save Jim Gordon from Victor Zaz and get this hugely important uh, uh, role where the Wayne's murder case is given over to them by Jim is has been great to see. And I suppose that's been one of the other big highlights for us for these first 10 episodes. And we really hope that that level of involvement within the, the storylines continue. Yeah, um, that would be great. Um, and develop in interesting ways. Again, we don't know who is going to be Harvey's um, partner. Yeah, yeah. let's hope it's Christmas and, uh, or Harvey joins the MCU. Um, a final big thought for, for, for me for, for the first 10 episodes of the season really is that there has only been 10 episodes, which is less than half of the 22 episodes this yeah. season, if anybody's good at math. Uh, but, but that's kind of, <laughs> Not kind, of a, it's kind of a huge thing to think about when I think about the shows I love and that we love, really, shows like Buffy and um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Battlestar Galactica, The Wire, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's not the pilot episode or the first even five, six episodes that I remember from any of those shows. It's always season two or, you know, a great season three or something like that. Thinking about where the show has gone so far in the first 10 episodes and where it's going to go. Like, look, what, what it's going to be like to look back on 22 episodes of this season or from season two back on season one or from season three, hopefully, back yeah, on season yeah. two. That kind of stuff is what I'm really looking forward to. So those are our thoughts on the first 10 episodes and thanks for giving us the opportunity uh, Anne-Marie and Bill um, enjoy tonight's episode of, of Gotham yeah 
um, you lucky devils. Mm. Um, I reckon it will be brilliant. Uh, Rogues Gallery, what's not to like about that? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and join us in March uh, when Gotham returns to the UK. Uh, we'll we'll have a weekly episodes coming uh, in that time. Unfortunately, both uh, happy and sad thoughts go through yeah. my mind when I hear. It comes back in March over here. Absolutely. Um, but Gotham TV Podcast isn't going away. We will have episodes um, roughly every two weeks uh, on our on our hiatus, so please join us. <laughs> we'll be going stir-crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks very much. Talk to you soon. Hello, friends. This is Mrs. Cobblepot from Twitter. Um, I'm calling in my top moments, and I don't want to sound boring and say, you know, every scene with Penguin or, you know, because, I mean, that's the boring answer. But I will definitely say that I think the top scenes for me involving Penguin were the scenes between Robin Lord Taylor and Carol Kane. A lot going on there, and I think there's a lot more to the story that we need to find out about that, that oddball relationship. And I think that's going to either make or break Penguin in future. And God forbid if something happens to his mom, I think that will be the turning point. So, yeah, I think the relationship between Penguin and Gertrude is definitely something to watch. Okay, keep up the great work, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Roberto Villegas here of my so-called 8-Bit Life and everything else as part of uh, Cosmic Radio TV. Uh, Bill had asked me to give sort of my top three moments of season one of Gotham so far. Uh, this is in no particular order. This is just the three moments that I can think of and the three things that I've loved so much about Gotham in general. And season one is a good place to explain it. Uh, one, I love the introduction of Zaz. Uh, I'm a huge fan of any time you have a really crazy psychotic villain and i remember my, my friend mario had explained zaz to me from the comic books that it was just this like crazy insane guy and when i heard he was being introduced into the world of gotham i was like oh my god this is exciting and i loved how they did it i was super excited how it all worked out it was definitely really really cool and i thought it was a really interesting that they're able to now take some of those secondary characters and other tertiary characters and work them into their mythos and kind of make their own with it. Uh, the second thing I liked is just the penguin in general. I love how they've taken this sort of for lack of better words, not silly villain, but just a different kind of villain and made him just completely and utterly insane and just the right amount off hinged and, and, and manipulative and calculative. And it's really cool uh, to see that happen because there are certain things in Gotham that I didn't know they could do on uh, broadcast television and I've learned what they can do with broadcast television through the way uh, through the eyes of Gotham. And I think it's really cool what they're doing, the penguin and stuff. And the other thing, because I'm a hopeless romantic and I'll always be one, I love the uh, Selena and Bruce moments, uh, <laughs> specifically around like the last uh, – I think it was the last time we kind of saw them two together, uh, the whole kiss. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that, that relationship. I always like the idea of Selena Kyle and, and Bruce Wayne kind of being these sort of uh, you know, two sides of the same coin. Uh, and I really, really dig – that they're kind of playing with a little bit of the history uh, to do that. I think it's an interesting way of having it all work in together. It's something I was really excited about when I first saw the opening episode when they showed that Selena Kyle had saw the murder go on and how they'd work it out into that relationship. And I really dig 
that that's sort of what keeps uh, Selena Kyle in check a bit more. And I think it's really cool. Like I, I, one of the, my personal favorite things, and I, you know, it's it's weird because you'd think that oh man, we're learning the origin of of, of uh, Batman of Bruce Wayne. This is going to ruin the thing, much like the prequels ruined it for Star Wars. Um, but I like I think it's the opposite. I actually quite dig that a lot, especially with uh, Bruce Wayne. So that's it. Take care, people. Hey, Bill. It's Joel here. Wanted to send you some thoughts about Gotham so far. And uh, I like the show. It's, it's sitting pretty well with me. I, uh, I'm not thrilled about some of the characters. Some of the characters are, what's the best way to say this, paper thin. Uh, Fish Mooney comes to mind. Can't stand her. I'm not a fan of the Penguin. I find it's a little bit too much like the Joker. Uh, I don't like uh, the captain at the police station. I find that there's a lot of cookie-cutter characters that are just not quite right. Um, I like, obviously, Jim Gordon, and uh, I enjoy Bullock now. I didn't at first, but I'm I'm really enjoying the way that they're taking uh, that character. Uh, I'm not a fan of Gordon's wife, Barbara. Um, I I like her in the comics, um, but she needs to be a stronger character for me. She's just making really dumb decisions, and it's, uh, it's not something I enjoy. And we're back. Thank you, guys, very, very much. I uh, you know it was great to hear everyone's, uh, you know, favorite moments and Absolutely. opinions on Gotham and everything. And thanks to John and Derek and Rebecca and Mrs. Cobblepot and Roberto. 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 I can't tell, but I have to do it every time. Roberto. Me too. Me too. It, it, and it, your buddy. It's a problem. It's it a problem. Is. It's an issue. I know, but I wanted to point out really quick here. Uh, we had some Twitter activity uh, while we were playing the that. tweeters. The tweeters. Um, the Flash podcast tweeted out. Uh, had a blast. Uh, to, to both us and the Gotham After Show, had a blast, especially since I won Gotham Trivia 100%. Hashtag haha, not really. Hashtag let's do this again. <laughs> and uh, then the Gotham After Show responded, yes, the trivia was very, very close. Very close. Super, 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 not super close. close. Where is... Where'd we go? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I know what's going on here. There All we right. go. Okay, there we go. Back. He's trying to uh, play things, buddy. No, but I, 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 of course, uh, next week we'll be back on Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Tuesday. at the, our YouTube channel, live on our YouTube channel at youtube.universebox.com. And uh, we'll be talking the next episode of Gotham. And we want to get your feedback. So make sure to email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at, G- or tweet nope, us nope, at, at Legends, Legends of Gotham. Gotham. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And uh, Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on the tw- Excuse me, on the Twitters at AMDSimone or over at my blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. And I write books about a superhero named Dog Boy that's kind of like Batman. But I guess. not. But, but not. yes, but not. Or Cat Girl. <laughs> and you can find uh, information on that. Uh, last episode of the newest one coming out in a couple weeks here at uh, dogboyadventures.com. And you can find the podcast, of course, at legendsofgotham.com and our other podcast. Our other podcast. At greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And we have a new podcast coming out soon. Yes, which we'll plug Dude. next week. Oh, okay. Next week. We'll I said nothing. Week. I said nothing. Just free the 22nd, okay? Thanks. No, but, uh, th- thank you to the Gotham After Show and uh, Andy from the Flash Podcast for coming out we had a great time at this round table this just awesome. as good thank as the you. last one thank you if not better cheers 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 to you cheers guys to you you cheers the wrong camera i did it's fine though it's fine though i know but i uh, th- thanks everyone for coming out and uh, i join us next time for more legends, legends of, of gotham, gotham. Ba-dum-bum.